In the last 300 years, we have discovered the laws that govern the universe in all but the most extreme conditions. I think there is a reasonable chance that we may find a complete set of laws by the end of the century if we don't blow ourselves up first. If we do find a complete unified theory, it will be a great triumph, not just for scientists, but for ordinary people as well. simplified and taught in schools, at least, in outline. Then, everyone would have some idea of how the universe works. not a puny thing that took place on the stock exchange a couple of years ago. It was the beginning of the universe and of time itself. Anything that happened before the Big Bang could not affect what happened after. So we can neglect events before the Big Bang and say that time began at the Big Bang. You mentioned Detroit. Uh, are you guys having practices planned with them or just the preseason game? Oh, yeah, we'll be working with them too. So you'll be doing three different uh, joint practices in the preseason? That's right. What, uh, usually you guys do two, what made you want to do a, a third one? We thought it would be beneficial to our team. the Big Bang, we believe that the universe expanded in a very rapid, inflationary manner. Again, this inflation in the universe quite puts modern economic inflation in the shade. An increase of billions of billions of percent in a tiny fraction of a second. Of course, that was before the present government. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. 
During the inflationary period, the universe borrowed heavily from its gravitational energy to finance the creation of more matter. last year I mean, he's here but he never actually got to play so um you know we we've had um kind of life without sebastian on the field um for a year but yes we miss him but you know <laughs> my guess is that it'd be something like uh, oh look another artifact from uh, some extremely primitive civilization which one is this uh, but then some degree of uh, thanks that uh, we were thoughtful enough to send a message into the far future, which could in no way benefit us, uh, certainly a selfless act, and uh, perhaps it would be recognized as a uh, hopeful and optimistic gesture by a, an emerging civilization just setting foot into the great galactic wilderness. of experience that he has just in the week build that help him acclimate to your system a little bit more even though it's a new system to him? I don't know. We haven't met with him. He hasn't practiced with us. So, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Will you guys be adding to it with the two open spots? trying to add two players before practice starts to go on. I don't know. 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 I don't all that's in the future that will come when it comes. We're off reading the July issue of Nantucket Magazine. For what? For reading instead of talking about you guys going into the future. I think the essence of uh, the scientific method is the willingness to uh, to admit you're wrong, the willingness to abandon uh, ideas that don't work, uh, and the essence of uh, religion is not to change uh, anything. The supposed truths are handed down by uh, some revered figure, and then no one is supposed to make any uh, any progress beyond that because all the truth is thought to be in hand. Has Moses changed the uh, routine when it comes to that? <laughs> Quite a bit. Quite a bit. In what respects? The program that he's 
that he runs and First of all, there's no re objection to escapism in the right places. In fact, C.S. Lewis once remarked to me, the only people who don't like it, who object to escapism are, are jailers. And uh, <laughs> we all want to escape occasionally, but science fiction is often very far from escapism. In fact, you might say that science fiction is escape, is escape into reality. It's a fiction which does concern itself with m real issues. The, the origin of man, our future. In fact, I don't think, I cannot think of any form of literature which is more concerned with real issues, reality. Which encompasses everything, you know, speed, strength, power, explosion, uh, rest, recovery, which again, there are a lot of other people besides him involved in that, but, uh, you know, on his end of it, he's, I think he's done a great job and, you know, giving our players a chance to compete at the highest level and perform to their close to their peak performance. Um, again, there are a lot of other things that go into that, but that's been a big part of it. It can be thought of as a direction of time that is at right angles to ordinary, real time, in a certain sense. The universe has a beginning in real time, at the Big Bang. And it may well have an end, if it collapses to a big crunch. But in imaginary time, it has no beginning or end. Rather, imaginary time is closed in on itself, like the surface of the Earth. The surface of the Earth doesn't have any beginning or end. I know, because I have been round the world, and I didn't fall off. Just real quick guys, we've got about a 10 or 12 minute window if you want assistant coaches too. Uh, you can head out, uh, you'll be out underneath the bridge here, and we'll continue for a couple of minutes. So it's in light of the study that the U released yesterday on CTE, I'm wondering if, what your um, reaction is to that, and, and uh, preventative measures that the date has taken the last few years to kind of pretend like it. Right. Well, I think the league addressed it. Um, I don't really have much to add to the, to the statement that they released. Um, but obviously it's an important area that uh, is being given a lot of attention, as it should. Well, you obviously love the game. I know you work with uh, younger people involved in the game, your foundation. Do you feel Warrior, is there ever any concern on your part about the future of the game when a study like that? Yeah, well, again, there are, there are a lot of studies out there. I'm not a medical expert. That's not really my field, so I think we'll leave that to the, to the people who are doing it. Two final questions. What about just this time of year in general? I mean, you've been coaching for a while, and you've certainly achieved a lot, but uh, don't you still enjoy just the starting over and building the team from scratch aspects of this? Yeah, well, I don't really think we're going from scratch, man. I think we've we put a lot into the off-season program, put a lot into the spring. I think we're at a point now where we're ready to move into the next phase of it, um, and then there'll be a later point in time where we'll move into another phase of it. 
and so this is where we are. So um, we'll make, hopefully make the most of the opportunities that we have going forward to put our team in the most competitive position. Um, we have a lot of decisions to make, uh, and a lot of those will be made for us by the performance of the players and the team and so forth, but we'll still be involved in that. So it's, it's that phase of it. Um, but, yeah, it's part of the team-building phase. It's, you know, it's good to get going. My practice is uh, merely to uh, to respect my unconscious mind, who uh, often is much wiser than than the conscious part of me, and uh, and pay attention to what it says. Uh, uh, in fact, I think this is connected with that that delicate tension at the heart of the scientific method I talked about before. The unconscious mind proposes a range of possibility. Uh, of possibilities and the conscious mind disposes that is compares those ideas with the, the real world checks for internal inconsistencies uh, and so on I think the creative process is a partnership uh, between a uh, conscious and an unconscious part of our of our minds at least uh, that's how it seems to me I want to find out how things work. I follow my nose. One thing leads to another, and I don't know what I will find next. Now I think I would like to retreat a little bit into poetry myself because it's nearly 150 years ago since Matthew Arnold wrote his splendid poem, The Future. But what was before us we know not, and we know not what will succeed. You know, I think it really starts at the top, you know, with Andy. Um, you know, he's done a tremendous job there, four straight winning seasons, put together a really good football team, 12-4 uh, and four last year. Got a lot of players back. Um, they're good at everything. Um, good on offense. Um, can run the ball. Can throw it. Mobile quarterback. Tight end. Perimeter. Experienced offensive line. You name it. Defensively, don't give up many points. Turn the ball over. Uh, two of the most important things in football. Very explosive in the return game. Good specialist. Um, real good punter. Obviously, two great returners, two of the top guys in the league on the same team. So they, uh, they're well coached. Um, they present a lot of problems um, with their offensive and defensive schemes and in the kicking game. So it's be a you know it's just a tough team to get ready for. They do so many things well and they put a lot of pressure on you in a lot of different ways. So uh, we'll 
really have to have a good week and um, you know, be ready for a lot of different things on Thursday night. I'm sure we'll, we'll get some surprises. Um, and they're, they're extremely well coached and very fundamentally sound, create a lot of, create a lot of problems, um, which is why they're so successful. We will discover new structures when look at the universe on smaller and smaller scales. But in the case of the universe, there seems to be a limiting scale. It is called the Planck length, and it's about a million billion billion times smaller than an inch. This means that there is a limit to how complex the universe can be. It also means that the universe could be described by a theory that is fairly simple, at least on scales of the Planck length. I just hope that we are smart enough to find it. Yeah, they get the ball to the backs a lot um, in a passing game, and, and they have multiple guys, uh, you know, Spiller, for example. Um, so uh, the misdirection is a key part, a component of the West Coast offense, whether those are bootlegs, uh, misdirection passes with over routes and things like that, or whether misdirection running plays or reverses or um, uh, you know, misdirection receivers crossing in the backfield, misdirection screens, things like that. So they, they do a good job, and that offense is built around making you play honest on defense. So making you defend the front side, make you defend the back side, make you defend deep, make you defend short, make you defend the backs, the tight ends, the receivers. And everybody gets the ball. They attack all you know, inside, outside. They have a good perimeter game, passing game and running game and play action game, and the quarterbacks can keep the ball and run with it. So it you, know, you, you have to defend the backside as well as the front side of the play. That's, that's what they do. They make you defend everything. Here we are on a planet which is uh, about 5,000 million years old. Uh, the sun around which it goes is not much older. It is part of a galaxy uh, which is uh, perhaps uh, 10 or 12,000 million years old, which is one of perhaps hundreds of thousands of millions of other galaxies and none of this planets suns galaxies was around at the time of the big bang at the time of the big bang there was uh, energy elementary particles which slowly evolved into the kind of universe we know today we are the product of a grand evolutionary sequence cosmic evolution uh, about which we are only occasionally aware. One of the great accomplishments of Dr. Hawking is to plug us better in to the knowledge of this long evolutionary sequence. Well, what I have in, in my mind is a picture that Carl Sagan had been leading me towards of uh, the whole universe in uh, quite amazingly small packages, like putting the whole world in, into a matchbox, as it were, immensely dense and immensely tiny. And in fact, so tiny it's, it's kind of disappearing into a little point. Is this the, is this the, the, the earliest imaginable point that, that our minds are taking us to so far? Yeah, well, in the end, you try to do as best for your team. I think that's what, what every coach does. So that's what we try to do. I'm sure, that's what other coaches that have depth at a position try to do. 
try to do what's best with the football team. Do you think rhythm is an important thing for a back? Uh, I think gaining yards is important for any offense. So if you're gaining yards, you're going to be in rhythm. If you're not gaining yards, then, uh, you know, I don't know where the rhythm comes from. I mean, I don't know if you tell me five carries for 10 yards, I mean, it's, it's that rhythm. I don't know. Two for 16, I don't know, is that rhythm? I don't know. Look, our job is to move the ball and score points, and that's what we're here for. So, like, we're not here to have rhythm, we're here to score points.